Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via a text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts, News Talk 1400 DWS. On this Tuesday morning, a sunny day so far, a high of 51 in our forecast after the very cold temperatures yesterday and the snow and all the accidents we had out there on the various interstates. Good to have a nice and quiet today in that regard. Again, you uh, can join us anytime during the next two hours. You heard Gene mention the uh, phone line, 217, of course, 356-9397. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357, or email us at talk at wdws.com. We'll talk about various topics today uh, throughout the morning during these two hours. Uh, during the course of the second hour, at some point, we'll talk about the Champaign Centennial Dance Marathon, the a couple of youngsters are going to join us, uh, young people, are going to tell us about what's happening in regards to that, fundraising efforts, things they do around town. Just give you a quick update on that sometime during the 10 o'clock hour. But uh, for the most part, we're hitting on all the big topics of the day, both nationally and locally. And some of those headlines include the Supreme Court hearing the uh, cases, a couple of cases regarding online sales taxes. We'll talk about that here off the top. More than 40 states asking the Supreme Court to reconsider a couple of rules that are decades old when it comes to collecting sales taxes. So we'll get into that a little bit. As far as uh, local news, Champaign Council documents pointing to another new high-rise in Campus Town. We'll tell you where that is. Tom Kasich reporting today in the uh, News Gazette the potential sale of the nursing home, Champaign County Nursing Home, shaping up to be a long, bumpy road. It's already been a bumpy road, to say the least. But uh, we'll talk about that along the way here this morning as well. Of course, uh, anything with the president, President Trump, James Comey, any of the uh, news relating to the president, that's kind of evergreen topics uh, on open line discussions, of course. I guess uh, ABC News uh, making an unusual decision to release a full transcript of George Stephanopoulos' interview with the former FBI director. Many times they don't do that, but uh, ABC, I guess, is to see what else they talked about you didn't see on television and uh, forecasters warning of some dangerous wildfire conditions out in the uh, nation's midsection the southern plains down in oklahoma we've been so cold here when you think about it 30 degrees or so uh, down in oklahoma they're expected to hit uh, temperatures in the low to mid 90s today and they've got some uh, drought-stricken areas down there in parts of oklahoma texas and colorado and elsewhere so uh, it will be uh, interesting to see uh, their day today, how it goes out in that part of the country. So we'll take your phone calls, emails, and texts here this morning as we work our way up until 11 o'clock. Busy week here on Penny for Your Thoughts tomorrow as we get ready for Ebert Fest. And uh, Jim did this pretty much every year. I remember the years when uh, Roger Ebert, when he was, of course, uh, still with us and coming to town, he would visit with Jim. Always great to, when Roger was here. And then, of course, Roger passing away, Chaz Ebert, uh, has made her way down to Champaign, of course, to be part of the Ebert Fest. We'll get into all of that uh, tomorrow with her. 
what's going to be happening. We'll preview some of the movies and so forth. And at the end of the week, Max Armstrong will join us, and Greg Solgay and Dr. Jim Angel will join us as well on Friday. We'll take our opening break, get it started here on Penny for Your Thoughts on this tax day after this timeout. Well, it will get warmer at some point, and you'll need to take care of your yard. The folks at Spring Green can uh, take special care of your lawn and landscape investments and provide the convenience of a trouble-free Spring Green lawn. Trust your lawn to the higher standards of Spring Green. It's easy to get rid of weeds. Of course, you can do that. But uh, what's hard is to have your yard looking great all year long, even in those hot summer months, and they will get here eventually. University of Illinois trusts Spring Green Lawn Care to provide some specialized applications to the athletic fields at the U of I. As you know, our area changes from year to year, and this year is different from last year, to say the least. Spring Green continually studying the East Central Illinois area, learning from the research done at the U of I and elsewhere to provide the best up-to-date products and service for any year's existing conditions. And I want to remind you that right now is the most important application of the year, fertilizer, pre-emergent weed control, never too late to get set up to fight those uh, nasty grubs. They guarantee weed control with at least three applications. All of Spring Green's technicians are licensed by the state of Illinois. The number to call, you can call uh, 359-2111 or visit spring-green.com or call J.T. Warmbier or Steve Emke at that number, 359-2111. Spring Green, one of our fine sponsors here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Plenty of sunshine out there, 32 degrees. It is tax day. A couple of days uh, later than the 15th, obviously, here on the 17th. And uh, we can uh, look into some of that. Got some interesting stats on adults, uh, parents still doing the taxes for their children, even though the taxes or the uh, taxpayer may be in their 30s or 40s. We'll talk about that a little bit. Wanted to talk a little bit here off the top about the uh, hearing cases today involving online sales taxes. And uh, I, I thought, well, I, I can't talk to anybody smarter about this than Paul Rudy, right? I, boy, I, I don't know if I can live up to that. <laughs> How are you doing, <laughs> Paul? I hate, to tell you, I hate to tell you the window I'm looking at, man. I'm down in Captiva, Florida, and I'm overlooking a palm tree in the beach. So oh, I, my goodness. I rub that in. Well, uh, well I'm, I'm spectacular right now. Well, great to hear from you regardless of where you are. But, that's the yeah, the weather will warm up here eventually. But we're glad you're getting some warm weather now. So that's uh, good. Yeah, well, uh, so, real yeah, cool. Those- Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you real quick about the uh, Supreme Court today, the online sales tax. This uh, is a couple of rulings they made, what, a few decades ago that they're looking at again? Uh, 50 years ago. I think it was 1967. Is that right? Uh, I think there's been some there's been some rulings since then, but it's still a little bit muddy uh, to the point where it looks like it's going to the big court here. Yeah. So what what's at heart here? What's the issue? Well, see, nobody can agree on it. Uh, both sides basically, you know, deny everything. Um Look, you have 45 states that rely on sales taxes for revenue, and and many of those states have no income tax. So this is a big deal. Uh, but I've seen estimates ranging from 200 billion over five years. Uh, there was a recent estimate from the Government Accountability Office that priced it at about 8 billion to 13 billion dollars per year in sales taxes that are not being collected by states. So it kind of sounds like it's a big deal. Uh, and of course, there, are, you know, it's a different world today than when they first, you know. Uh, made the ruling back in 1967, uh, there's a lot of states really whining about the unfair or uncompetitive uh, disadvantage they're in by having to collect for sales taxes, yet some of these firms 
Yeah. If a uh, what the at heart of it is, if a business is shipping to a state where it doesn't have an office, warehouse, or other physical presence, it doesn't have to collect the state sales tax. Uh, Apple, Macy's, Target, and Walmart, which have brick and mortar stores, generally collect sales tax from customers who buy from them online. But I guess uh, the big uh, company, I guess, is Amazon, right? Yeah, I think Amazon's driving all this. We've seen President Trump really just rally against them so many times. But what I find ironic is Trump.com, which is the official website of the Trump Organization, they only collect sales taxes for purchases made by customers in Florida, Louisiana, and Virginia. So I find that a little bit ironic, but I think this is the Jeff Bezos Amazon effect for sure. Mm -hmm. And I saw, I read this earlier, Paul. States generally require consumers who weren't charged sales tax on a purchase to pay it themselves, even though self-reporting yeah. on their income tax, but states have found that only about 1% to 2% actually do that. <laughs> I, that for sure. Uh, I'm surprised it's that amount. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 1% or 2%. So I think, really, I think the states are, the states know that this is impacting, or some of the states know, and for, like I said, for states that don't have an income tax that rely on sales taxes, you can imagine the impact. Uh, I, mean, I can't tell you how much stuff, I, I must buy eight out of ten things that I can purchase. I purchase from Amazon, mm -hmm. and so if I'm doing it, we know he's not the richest man in the world for you know for nothing. Yeah. So I, I think this is. A, I'll be interested to see how it really is, though. Yeah. I don't really don't have a feel for it. I was going to ask you. That was my next question. How do you think it'll go? Yeah. Well, I think Justice Kennedy a while back kind of basically suggested that he's pretty favorable to. To make, you know, making a ruling that, you know, he didn't specifically say it, but a lot of people felt like he was basically indicating that he's for the collection, you know, forcing the collection hmm. of the sales taxes per vendor. Yeah. And a lot of the vendors are screaming that it's too difficult, but it sounds to me like uh, there's free software out there that actually is pretty effective. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure that that's true, that it, you know, was in different jurisdictions collect taxes uh, in the country. Yeah. Well, we'll let you get back to the sun and fun. Any uh, any last minute tax advice? <laughs> Hello, you there, Paul? Oh, he he went he went surfing. I guess he's done. Okay. Well, we'll have to uh, talk to him another time about uh, tax advice. But yeah, today is tax day, so we appreciate him coming on with a few minutes there, sitting on the beach, I guess, uh, as he joined us today, talking about the Supreme Court. And all going on, hearing cases about online sales taxes. So I want to get an expert on that to uh, see what you had to think. Let's uh, go to the phones here at 356-9397. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Wes is on the line. Hey, Wes, good morning. Hey, Brian, how's it going? How are you? I'm doing great. What are you doing today? So um, we've got the Kona Ice Truck. We're going to be out today since it's tax day. It's also National Chill Out Day. We're going to be giving away free Kona Ice, and we're going to be parked at Prospect Bank on the corner of Prospect and Kirby. Prospect Bank and Prospect, and you're just going to be sitting out there. We're going to be there, yep. From yeah. too far, I know it's a little chilly for Chill Out Day, but uh, we're going to be out there. And so stop by, grab a free Kona Ice, try out all of our flavors, and have a little relief here on tax day on us yeah for people that don't know what kona ice is tell us what it is so it's a tropical shaved gourmet ice so we'll shave it up you can put your own flavors on we've got our patented flavor wave on the side of our truck with our 10 most popular flavors uh, like tiger's blood and blue raspberry 
Uh, we've also got a lot of specialty flavors. So, um, hmm. and the truck is it's got flashing lights and tropical themed music and kind of a party on wheels. Yeah, well, you can't miss it. So, how long are you gonna be there? We'll be there from two to four p.m. today. Today, yeah, all right, absolutely free. No strings attached. Come by and get a free cone ice. Free cone ice. Well, you're lucky you weren't doing it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, Wes. We'll look forward to that. Where is Prospect? You said Prospect and what, Kirby? Yep. yep. Prospect and Kirby. All We're right. right there on the corner. Very good. Hey, thanks, Wes. All right. Thank you. Good luck with that today. Uh, I appreciate it. There you go. On tax day, you can chill out. How about that? He'd let us know about that. Three five six nine three nine seven is how you can join us. We have a couple of texts in. We'll get to those. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 3515357 is the best way to reach us there. And you can email us anytime during the show at talk at wdws.com. Voting continues. The News Talk 1400 WDWS. The News Gazette Media is the people's choice. The best of East Central Illinois. Getting a ton of votes on this site. Uh, wdws.com. Cast your votes. In a variety of categories, including food, dining, nightlife, kids, pets, and more. The People's Choice brought to you in part by MX Electric. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. We have a lot of co- topics to cover today. If you want to bring one up, bring it to the table. Feel free to do that. And we'll uh, continue with more Penny for Your Thoughts after this timeout. Back on Penny for your thoughts, 923 here with sunshine in downtown Champaign, 32 degrees. Glad you're with us along for the ride today. Busy day tomorrow as well. Chaz Ebert will join us. Uh, We'll also preview some of the movies that will be showing, starting with The Fugitive, uh, tomorrow night as part of Ebert Fest. Next weekend, of course, not this weekend, but the following weekend is the uh, Christie Clinic Illinois Marathon, all the events surrounding that. We'll talk with some folks from that early next week. 3569397 is the phone number you can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357 or email us talk at wdws.com we talked to Paul Rudy for a couple of minutes of course you hear him a couple times a month with uh, the on the money program the uh, case involving uh, in front of the Supreme Court having to do with uh, the issue of whether out of state sellers should collect sales tax had to do mostly with one company, Amazon.com. The online giant is said to account for more than 40% of U.S. online retail sales, but as Amazon has grown, dotting the country with warehouses, it has had to charge sales tax in more and more places. The case now before the Supreme Court uh, today could affect those third-party Amazon sellers and many other sellers that don't collect taxes in all states. Sellers such as jewelry, website, Blue Nile, Pet Products, SiteChewy.com, the clothing retailer L.L. Bean, electronics retailer Newig, and internet retailer Overstock.com. Sellers on eBay, which provide platforms for smaller sellers, also don't collect sales tax nationwide. Also, a case now before the Supreme Court involves South Dakota, which has no income tax, relies heavily on sales tax for revenue. South Dakota's uh, governor there has said the state loses out on an estimated $50 million a year in sales tax that doesn't get collected by out-of-state sellers. So those are some of the issues before the Supreme Court today. Just found that interesting. Talked to Paul a little bit about that. If you have any uh, comments on that today, any other issues uh, that are in front of our nation or in front of us locally, feel free to give us a call here or text us or email us. Those lines are open throughout the morning today. 
It is tax day today. Turns out for many Americans, it also means saying thanks to their parents. Wall Street Journal had a big article. It says, yes, it's tax day and you're still doing your returns for your children, for your adult children. They uh, profiled a 42-year-old, Bridget Cusick, whose father sends her a package with filled-out tax forms and even envelopes to send them in, only requiring her signature. And uh, she says, it's not like I don't think I could learn how to do it, but if my dad legitimately seems to enjoy doing it and it saves me time, why not? (laughs) Her dad says why he does taxes for Bridget and for his 34-year-old son, too. He goes, I'm just kind of concerned they'll make a mistake and they'll have the IRS bugging them. Another person profiled, a 31-year-old scientist, says of her father doing her taxes for her on building artificial intelligence. I would rather be improving health care than to be doing something mundane like taxes. And one uh, 63-year-old, Joe Hurd, who does taxes for his 26-year-old and 33-year-old daughters, he told the Wall Street Journal, he goes, I'm doing something for my fully able daughters, and as a parent, I just get a kick out of it. They still need me for something. So anyway, I just wonder what you th- are you doing your kids taxes even though they're in their their adults, adult children? Um I know my daughter, she does my daughter's 20, my oldest daughter, she um did her own just does them online. She might call and ask a question like, "Hey dad, do I need to do this or should I do that?" But um she figures it out on her own. So I don't know what you uh, think of that if do you still help your kids or um do you like doing that or do they do them for you? I don't know. Here on this tax day, 2018. 3569397. You can text this Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357. CJ texts in. He says eminent domain employed by the railroad is what angered the James brothers. Nothing ever changes. And he has a, a second comment. He says only a national media on a mission would make Starbucks a three day lead story. That text in from uh, CJ. He's talking about the uh, Starbucks story. They've taken some hits, I guess, uh, publicly at least, in public relations. Starbucks trying to tamp down a racially charged uproar over the arrest of two black men at one of its stores in Philadelphia. The episode highlighting the risks that large corporations run when they tie their brands so closely to social messaging. Three years ago, Starbucks was widely ridiculed for trying to start a national conversation on race relations by asking its employees to write the words race together on coffee cups. The initiative, although it backfired, was in line with the company's longstanding effort to project a progressive and inclusive image. And uh, now the CEO, Kevin Johnson, scrambling to keep the Philadelphia incidents from shattering the message the company was going for, that Starbucks is a corporation that stands for something beyond profit. So that's the uh, story I think that CJ was referring to there. And also a question in, what do people think about uh, Governor Rod Blagojevich and the Supreme Court? Should he get a pardon from uh, Donald J. Trump? I know the uh, Sun-Times has an editorial today, or at least a commentary, saying, hey, um, while we don't agree with Blagojevich did, the sentence he was given was way too long. And, of course, uh, he's been appealing, going down different avenues, trying to appeal different parts of that sentence along the way for various reasons, but... Hasn't been successful so far, talking about Ron Blagojevich. I think he's scheduled to be in until like 2024, I think, is when he's scheduled to be out. So if you have any thoughts on that, should uh, the Trumpster pardon Blago? How about that? 
We're at uh, 929 here on Penny for Your Thoughts. We'll have some uh, young people in from Champaign Centennial in the second hour for a few minutes talking about the uh, Centennial Dance Marathon. Um, one of my daughters was involved in that over the years, always a great cause, so they'll um, come in here and talk about that for a few minutes as well here in hour number two. On Tax Day 2018, did you get your taxes in? Are you still doing your taxes for your adult children? Michael Kaiser, when did you start doing your own taxes? Um, my parents haven't done my taxes in a really long time. Uh -huh. I've uh, on and off had like a friend, like last year I had a friend do them for me a couple of years ago. Valerie did them for me. This year I did them myself. She started them a few weeks ago, but then I finished them <laughs> about a week and a half ago. <laughs> online, like you're talking about. Yeah. It's really easy, especially like if you've done it with an online website before. Mm -hmm. Then they have all your old information. Yeah, there used to be a scramble all the time years ago to get to the post office by midnight. I remember my but parents I don't know doing if that's that. still no, I don't an think issue. If it is, you're doing it wrong. It's even if you're having an accountant do them for you. Everything's just done online now. Like they mm -hmm. file them online, and you get your refund back. Direct deposit's the best way to do that, and you get your refund back really fast. And it's mm -hmm. just there's no reason to take it to the post office anymore. Well, I'm not trying to rail on the post no, office. No, they can, you can still go there. You still go there, yeah. but the last minute, I mean. The last like, minute, yeah. The last minute. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about, like, oh, i got to get over there. So yeah. it's uh, it's a lot easier. It, it was a little intimidating when I first tried to do them online. I was like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know what this even means. But <laughs> if you don't have a a big, long list of things, you like a lot of this and that to do, like a lot of, mm -hmm. then it's okay. If you have a lot of extras, you might yeah. want to get an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> But you started doing them on your own in your twenties. I mean, your parents didn't. Yeah, no, I no. They no. I, my parents didn't. They okay. might have. They, they've they'd get the documents for me. I start filling them out. They'd help me for a while, but like I didn't just hand it to them, and let them do it. They yeah. tried to show me how to do it a long time ago. And then once I moved away, then it, it became my problem. Yeah, I remember <laughs> so. filling out the ten forty EZ mm -hmm. forms. Oh yeah, when I was in my twenties. So <laughs> the easy, anyway, yeah, easy way. Yeah. All right, nine thirty one news headlines. Michael Kaiser. We'll come back with your phone calls here. We. Uh, Pretty much wide open up till 11 o'clock, so if you have a topic you want to bring up, feel free to do that. I'll throw some more uh, topics on the table here as well as we work our way through the morning. Texts, emails, and phone calls all welcome as we continue after the news headlines on Penny. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDW. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Back on Penny for your thoughts, News Talk 1400 DWS. On a sunny but cold day here in East Central Illinois, 34 degrees. And uh, we'll have a low of 38 tonight. Chance of showers again tomorrow. Of course, had that snow yesterday. 356-9397 is how you can join us on the phone lines today. You can text us, as always, throughout the show, 3515357. Or you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Well, I guess uh, Twitter was down for a little bit this morning, from what I understand. So uh, Twitter, but now it's back, is what I hear. So I guess... Uh, Maybe worldwide or a large number of users globally. Social network appeared to crash for a little bit. <laughs> also got a note here, Sanibel Captiva is great. We heard from Paul Rudy a little bit earlier about the uh, tax 
decision before the uh, Supreme Court. They're uh, getting uh, having some hearings held there today in Washington, D.C. All right, your thoughts on any or all of the uh, issues we've thrown on the table so far. I uh, want to mention here, too, some local news, a potential sale of the nursing home shaping up to be a long, bumpy road. Tom Kasich writing about that in the uh, News Gazette today. Uh, today, he says a special county committee assessing the sole offer to buy the Champaign County nursing home scheduled to tour three of that bidder's Chicago area homes and ask questions of residents and traders. Uh, but uh, says the debate there at a meeting Monday night that not everyone on the nine-member panel is eager to sell the property, despite its financial problems and the $11 million offer on the table from the Extended Care Clinical and Altitude Health Services, both of Evanston, to buy the nursing home in East Urbana. County officials say they need a strong consensus from the review panel in order to persuade the county board, which could decide to sell the home as soon as next month. So there continues to be some uh, back and forth. The county's timetable calling for a recommendation from the Evaluation Committee on April 25th. That's coming up. And a vote by the county board, which would require at least 15 yes votes from the 22-member board on May 24th. So you can take a look at that in the uh, News Gazette today. Uh, Tom Kasich covering that for us very ably, as he usually does. Also, the Champaign Council documents pointing to another new high-rise in Campus Town. There's a uh, plans, at least could be plans, for a 17-story, 175-foot-tall mixed-use project along the east side of 6th Street, where the Clybourne and Firehouse bars are located, according to uh, Champaign City Council documents for tonight's meeting. Check that out online at uh, news-gazette.com, wdws.com, or uh, in the paper as well. So uh, check that out, those two stories as well today. Where is the president today? Well, he's playing host to Japan's Shinzo Abe at uh, Mar-a-Lago down in West Palm Beach, Florida. Amid growing strain between the two countries over the president's planned meeting with a North Korean dictator, Kim Jong-un, and his push for new tariffs, that visit begins today. It'll be an opportunity for the two leaders to discuss the president's upcoming summit with North Korea, which Japan is keeping a close eye on. And we mentioned this a little bit earlier, ABC News' unusual decision to release a full transcript of George Stephanopoulos' interview with the former FBI director James Comey attracted lots of readers interested in seeing more than what the network aired. The ABC News president said in an interview yesterday the release is an important example of transparency and that the transcript has become by far the most popular item on ABC's website. Of course, that uh, appearance to promote his book, A Higher Loyalty, was seen by 9.8 million viewers on Sunday night. Uh, and, and you can look at it both ways on numbers. That nearly tripled what ABC had a week before in the time slot. Still, it was less than half the people who watched Stormy Daniels on 60 Minutes on CBS last month. 356-9397 is the phone number. Text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357. You can always email us, and again, no matter what we're talking about, feel free to send in a thought on the email or text. It's a great way to do it. Now we got a text in from Bill. He says, I think young people should do their own taxes so they can see the damage the government does to their paycheck. Maybe they wouldn't be so quick to back all of the uh, overreaching and inefficient government programs. Redundant, I think, is what he was saying. They may decide they know better how to spend their earnings. Maybe we should all have to pay taxes in cash weekly. 
Yeah, a lot of people have said, that's from Bill, thank you, Bill, on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, the uh, payroll deduction was one of the great inventions, people have said, because you never see that money. It just goes towards your your federal tax bill or your state tax bill or FICA, whatever they all take, you know, they take out of every paycheck. Uh, if you had to pay that every week physically, you would notice it a lot more and probably pay more attention to it. But because you never see it, you don't think about it. And when you think about it, I, I'm always tickled at this, you know, I'm going to get a refund. Well, that's really your money that they've been holding on to. I mean, you've overpaid it. You should get it back. You paid too much. So anyway, I just wonder how many people out there, uh, A, we had the question earlier, the Wall Street Journal with a pretty interesting piece, if you want to check it out, on parents still doing their uh, adult children taxes. And do you still do that? Do you do your taxes for your kids, even though they're adults? Or is it the other way around? Obviously, uh, maybe later in life, uh, you know, you get up there at a certain age, obviously sometimes uh, your kids are doing your taxes for you, but... Just curious about that. And uh, filing electronically. Most everybody, does people, do people really rush to the post office at midnight anymore to do that? I remember in college, uh, the local, whether it was in Virginia or out in Oklahoma where I lived for a few years, they'd have these big news reports where people were lining up at 1130 at night uh, and the post office was open extra late to take your tax returns. I mean, does that really happen anymore? I don't know. We're at uh, 944. We'll take another break here. We'll come back with more Penny for Your Thoughts. What's on your mind today? We'll talk a little Centennial Dance Marathon, and we'll uh, do that some in the second hour. But uh, basically, it's your show up till 11 o'clock. We'll come back with more after this. It was uh, this day five years ago. That song is now five years old. That was the number one hit in the country on the Billboard chart. This day five years ago. That, that song's five years old already. Wow. That's hard to believe. 356-9397. We're on a Penny for Your Thoughts here today. Uh, 217-351-5357 is how you can join us. We'll have Chaz Ebert tomorrow. Friday, we're going to have a special treat for you. When I originally was, was thinking, I kind of targeted mid to late April. I thought, well, we'd be either in the field or close to it with planting season. And, of course, uh, everything's been kind of pushed back with this uh, wacky weather we're having. But uh, on Friday, Greg Solier be in studio with me along with uh, Dr. Jim Angel from the uh, State Water Survey. Those two guys we hear a lot of separately, but they rarely are together. So we'll do that. And then uh, farm broadcaster Max Armstrong will join us. Pretty nationally known for all the work he does in the uh, second hour on Friday. But Chaz Ebert tomorrow, and we'll have uh, Busey Money Talk on uh, Thursday in the final half hour of the uh, show that day. 356-9397 is the phone number. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 351-5357, or email us, talk at wdws.com. Don't know what you were doing on this day in 1961, but uh, 1,500 CIA-trained Cuban exiles launched the disastrous Bay of Pigs invasion. 
in a failed attempt to overthrow the communist government of Fidel Castro. That was on this day in 1961. The Bay of Pigs invasion started, at least the attempt. Uh, if you want to read some interesting books on that, if you go back into the uh, uh, President Kennedy time, and uh, he had not been uh, president all that long, it was kind of a leftover plan, from what I understand, what I read from uh, the previous administration, uh, the Eisenhower administration, but uh, turned out to be a disaster, of course, at that point. And uh, the Castros went on to rule for many, many years and still are. I think they're getting a new president here shortly uh, down in Cuba. This is the uh, day in 1820. Alexander Cartwright, credited with being the father of modern baseball, born on this day in 1820, passed away in 1892 at the age of 72. And the uh, crew earlier this morning mentioned this on the morning show. This day in 1964, Ford unveiled the Mustang. 1964. Now, I'm not a car guy. I about cars. My wife and family will tell you, my daughter, I, cars drive by, they all look the same to me. I don't know one from another. But I do know what a Mustang looks like. And I know what a Corvette looks like. I've got that straight. But uh, that's, I think, if I had a favorite car that I just like to see, down the road, it's a Mustang. But 1964, Ford unveiled the Mustang. This day in 1970, the Apollo 13 astronauts splashed down safely in the Pacific Ocean four days after a ruptured oxygen tank crippled their spacecraft en route to the moon. And this day in 1973, Federal Express began operations. 1973 for Federal Express. And this day in 1869, I mentioned uh, Mr. Cartwright earlier, 1869, the first professional baseball game ever played, they say. The Cincinnati Reds beat the rival Cincinnati Amateurs 24-15. to And if you were around in 1953, you may remember that uh, Mickey Mantle hit a mammoth 565-foot home run in Washington, D.C. against the Senators in 1953. Mickey Mantle of the Yankees. And a couple of uh, local notes. I found this interesting. 50 years ago today, action on a resolution banning draft card burners from the University of Illinois campus was tabled by the General Policy Committee of the U of I Board of Trustees. A, a state superintendent of instruction had introduced that resolution, Ray Page. And this day, 15 years ago here locally, the former governor, Jim Edgar, confirmed he had been contacted by the White House about a possible run for the U.S. Senate. Edgar had also said he made no decision. He was at the U of I Institution of Government and Public Affairs. He'd organized a roundtable discussion for students that day with Attorney General Lisa Madigan. Following the uh, discussion, Edgar said the White House officials had called him to talk about a possible run for Senate to replace Senator Peter Fitzgerald, who had announced he would not seek re-election in 2004. I think that's the Senate seat that uh, Obama wound up with, right? I think so. Back in 2004. Anyway, 356-9397. Everybody knows Mike Namoff for 30 years. Big Mike's been a major presence in East Central Illinois. With his store, This Is It Furniture, as many charitable projects. He's been involved in uh, so many things over the years. Uh, raising money. He's hosted big events that have featured Mike Ditka, Ryan Sandberg, Lou Brock, Ozzie Smith, Pete Rose, Jim McMahon, and others. Seen him on TV over these uh, many, many years. He's been married for over two decades. He operates the This Is It Furniture Store. They recently joined forces with a new store called Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop. 
And uh, Big Mike will now have two stores. This is at Furniture and Snooze under one large roof. With his new chapter, he'll offer you many options. He'll continue to take care of your furniture and mattress needs. This is it, furniture. But you take a step up in luxury with Snooze, luxury items, the lifestyle-adjustable bed frames, the carbon-cool pillows. You can have a free and easy analysis done by their reveal machine and find out where your pressure points are and how uh, soft or firm your uh, mattress needs to be. So this is it, Furniture and Snooze, Country Fair Shopping Center, Springfield and Mattis in Champaign. And uh, make sure you check out Snooze. There is no store like it in this part of the uh, state, in the city, in this part of East Central Illinois, or anywhere for that matter. Uh, Check it out. Big Mike Namoff and his two locations there. This is it, Furniture and Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop. We'll come back with more Penny for your thoughts. We'll do some more with you after this. All right, 9.56, Penny for your thoughts here in this first hour. Covered a variety of topics, including the uh, Supreme Court hearing the case of online sales taxes today. Uh, Online shoppers getting used to seeing the uh, number zero on checkout screens before they click purchase, but case before the Supreme Court could change that. We talked with Paul Rudy about that for a few minutes uh, off the uh, top. At issue is a rule stemming from a uh, two decades old Supreme Court cases. If a business is shipping to a state where it doesn't have an office, warehouse, or other physical presence, it doesn't have to collect the state sales tax. That means large retailers such as Apple, Macy's, Target, and Walmart, which have brick and mortar stores nationwide, generally collect sales tax from customers who buy from them online, but other online sellers can often sidestep charging that tax. So we got into that a little bit, talked about that. Also mentioned the uh, numbers on the number of people doing their uh, taxes for their adult children is still fairly common. Didn't know if that uh, affected you in any way, one way or the other. So that was an interesting article in the uh, Wall Street Journal today. So we've talked about that. Hit on some of the uh, news regarding the nursing home, maybe some more um, high-rise buildings in campus town. Have you driven down Green Street or haven't in several years? Or, you know, I always get to, I know Darren Williams was back recently, and he was uh, surprised by how much building has gone on in campus town. When you drive through Green Street anymore, how it's changed. It has changed a lot, to say the least. 9.58 here on Penny for Your Thoughts, our Castle Heating and Cooling text line uh, from uh, Dr. Young here. He says, since the Cardinals-Cubs game was canceled yesterday due to the bad weather, what time does the game start tonight? I don't want a, too much of a conflict with me going to the Illini baseball game tonight. I think the Cubs and Cardinals are tonight at 7. Yeah, Ed's holding up seven fingers. <laughs> 7 o'clock. The Illini game is at 6, right? against Valparaiso. So there you go. Line eye game at 6, Cubs-Cardinals at 7. It is interesting with Major League Baseball, they had to, uh, I mean, uh, with the new agreement, they started earlier, they started in late March, trying to get a head start on the calendar and give the uh, players more days off during the course of the year. Now they're having to make up a lot of games because there have been a lot of games canceled. I mean, the White Sox had a whole series wiped out with Minnesota up in the Twin Cities up there. They played last night, lost at Oakland. The uh, Cubs and Cardinals were uh, supposed to celebrate, the Cubs were anyway, the 70th anniversary of WGN television covering the Cubs. We talked a little bit about that yesterday, and uh, they never got started. They were postponed by snow. I think they're going to make that up as part of a day-night doubleheader, I think, in July. 
June or July, so uh, they'll reschedule that one. So all these off days they were going to have hasn't quite worked out the way they planned with all the bad weather. And I know they've tried to schedule games in Atlanta and Tampa and San Diego and in places with domes, but uh, even with that, there's a lot of teams that play outdoors in the north in the cold and haven't been able to because of all the weather we've had here recently. We're at uh, 9.59. More for you in hour number two on Penny for Your Thoughts. Stay with us. We have the news coming up from CBS at the top of this hour. And this is WDWS Champaign-Urbana. It's 10 o'clock. At- it's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com. Or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And welcome back. We're on hour number two of A Penny for Your Thoughts. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk to Chaz Ebert. We'll also preview some of the uh, films over at the Virginia Theater, of course. Ebert Fest is coming up this weekend. Starts tomorrow. Tomorrow night, actually, with The Fugitive at the Virginia Theater. We'll run through the uh, list with uh, them tomorrow of all the different films that will be studied and looked at and commented on during the next uh, few days starting uh, tomorrow night at the Virginia Theater. Also on Friday, uh, Greg Solier is going to join us with Dr. Jim Angel, so get your weather questions ready on Friday. Max Armstrong as well, farm broadcaster, will join us in hour number two on Friday. And I was talking about earlier, we intended, I thought, well, that'd be a good time because farmers will be getting ready to go in the field and we'll be ready to go. And, um, of course, the weather is uh, <laughs> kind of nixed a lot of that along the way here. But we'll still have those uh, gentlemen in on Friday. 356-9397 is how you can join us. Pretty much an open line here this morning up until 11 o'clock. And we talked about a variety of topics in that first hour. I uh, do want to talk a little bit, though, about the uh, Champaign Centennial High School dance marathon we have a couple of representatives here and i'm going to let uh, them tell you who they are uh go ahead michael tell us who you are i am michael ryan i'm the external president this year okay i'm jordan deluce and i'm the internal president all right and uh, i know your mom jane is back there in the background (laughs) taking official photographer of our she's our number one fan number one (laughs) fan that's right well tell me this this is the seventh annual right yes it is um, so the um, spurred this on. We were actually the first high school to lead a dance marathon in Illinois. Uh, it's nationwide, partnered with uh, Children's Miracle Network. Usually universities do these for 12 to 24 hours. Um, so ours is a little downsized. It's four hours. But um, it's great to have something like this and to be the first in Illinois was awesome. And then we're in our seventh year, and the numbers just keep growing. Mm. My daughter, Lauren, I think was involved in this yeah. as well before yes. she graduated two or three years ago now. but. Um, I know it's a great event, and when people th- say hear marathon, they think of the old, you know, twenty-four hour dance. It's not that. So it's it is four hours, right? Coming yeah, up this we Saturday. dance like so. There's a dance that we learn throughout the night, but it's not. You're on your th- dancing the whole night. There's still inflatables, food, games, music, anything you can think of. Just dancing is one portion of it. Mm-hmm. Six to ten coming up on uh, this Friday night yeah. is yeah. when it is. Uh, so, um, what all goes on at this? You mentioned the different activities, but what's the purpose of all of this, I guess? Um, so we specifically are raising money for St. John's Children's Hospital in Springfield, Illinois, Mm -hmm. which is partnered with Children's Miracle Network. Um, so throughout the year, our exec board of 40 people, um, have been doing fundraisers consisting of bake sales. Um, we had a very successful push day recently in the last month. 
Um, so any fundraisers you can think of, we do that throughout the year. Um, and then we just build numbers. And in the last week, we really just try to get as much money as we can. And then at 10 o'clock, we do a reveal of how much we've raised. Um, so it's a really good build up to the end of the event. Um, and the exec board has worked so hard this year. Um, yeah. So this is pretty much all student run, right? Yes. Every, every aspect? Yeah. So how do you come up with the different events throughout the year? I mean, what all, what else have you done, I guess, during the year? And, and how do you put those together? Um, a lot of it is just we come together and we have meetings every week. And the exec board just thinks of what will be the best way to raise money. We had a cookie dough sale, which like we raised over $1,000. We like made bracelets to sell. The big sales, like that's just generally known at Centennial, where you do once a month. And we raise a lot of money through that. And then, like Michael said, we had a push day, which is where we tried to raise $1,500 in 24 hours, and we actually raised 4.6K. So it was unbelievable to see that. It was probably the best moment of the entire year. This is the Champagne Centennial uh, Dance Marathon. comes up Friday night, 6 to 10, at the uh, Centennial Gymnasium and uh, benefits the uh, St. John's Children's Miracle Network Hospital. You said that's over in Springfield, yes. correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, you were over there. Did you guys go over there? Yeah. And, and... Um, actually, each year, our um, top nine, so our vice presidents and Jordan and myself, we get to go um, visit, meet some of the families that will be at our event this year. Um, so we do that every year. And then we are partnered with Alignathon, who just had their event at the U of I. Um, so they also come, and we do workshops with them, how to expand um, our outreach to businesses, how to um, better fundraise. So it's a really good uh, information information thing for us and also a great way to start the year off by meeting families we met a lot of families and this year we have eight families coming so that's the most we've had in a long time and so they just share their stories yeah we provide them with dinner and then they come and then they speak throughout the night the kids seeing them with the high schoolers the best part of the event i think is seeing them interact and then they um we provide them with the hotel and they stay the night and then they head back the next morning you're hearing Jordan DeLuce and Michael Ryan. They are the uh, co-presidents of this uh, event, the annual Centennial uh, Dance Marathon. Again, coming up Friday night, 6 to 10 at Centennial. This is open to the public. People is. can just it come. Is. and um, You can show up to the door. Check-in starts at 530. And then opening, opening ceremonies is at 6. Um, $20 gets you in. We have tons of free food. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings, Rosati's, Jimmy John's. So much, um, so much fun stuff going on. Yeah. I know this is a fun event. Yes. Yes. It's fun for you guys, too. It is. It really is. It's my best night of the year, I think. Yeah. And what do you learn from all of this as you go through this process? How do you think this will help you down Um, the road? I I love, um, like, helping these kids. It's great. Um, We also had Interact in the last week, do Austin's Day. So Centennial has been filled with service this whole week. Um, And it's really touching to hear um, these kids' stories. and puts everything into perspective because these kids are 6 to 13 years old and they're spending months in the hospital. We have a two-month-old who has not been home since they have been born and they are in the NICU since they've been born. And so it really opens your eyes to how um, well your life is compared to these families. And just hearing their stories is really touching to um, Mm -hmm. see that they've faced so much adversity and overcome it. And it's really good just to celebrate um, what they've overcome and what we are doing for the hospital and what we're doing for them. Mm -hmm. Same thing for you, Jordan? Yeah, yeah. For what it taught me is um, that, like, what you're going through, like, you just see these kids and these families, and they're talking, and you're like, it really puts me into perspective. Like, this whole year I've been so stressed about we have to hit our goal of 25000 Like, we have to raise this amount of money. Like, it's all about the money. But, no, it's about, like, you see these kids and them talking, and you're like, that's what it's more about mm-hmm. is them being happy, providing this for them. It's not about, it's not about the number you raise, but it's about, like, mm-hmm. how you yeah. affect them. 
So people that come, they can donate when yeah. they come and, yes. uh, and add to the total and uh, yeah. be entertained and dance and do all yeah. that. It's yeah. a great Do you event. have a certain band you bring in? or what? Uh, uh, we do have a DJ, um, and then throughout the night, our dancer relations teams will um, teach you the dance um, like 10 minutes at a time throughout, and at the end we put it all together. Um, this year's beach theme, so all the songs <laughs> are um, – the Beach Boys or Teen Beach Movie or whatever. Um, and we have a bunch of beach decorations yes. and lace for everyone, mm. and it's going to be a great time. All right. Yep. So people should park at the, what, the north end of the, the school north there and just yeah. go into the mm-hmm. into the gym. It'll yeah. be pretty obvious. Yes, yes. Where it, it is. will. So. We'll have signs out. So. Well, thanks, guys. for Thank yeah. so Anything much. else I need to say or do? Have we covered everything? Um, if you'd like to donate not mm-hmm. at the school, you can go to our Facebook, Centennial Dance Marathon. Click the Donate button. There you so. go. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you got that in. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you too, Michael, for coming in. Thank you for having us. You're very welcome. 1018, we're on Penny for Your Thoughts. We'll continue with more after this on a a Tuesday. (laughs) Penny for Your Thoughts, News Talk 1400 DWS. Lines are open here, 356-9397. You can do that. You can join us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. And you can email us, talk at WDWS.com. Always love to... I know Jim did, too, over the years. Appreciate young people coming in. You can hear from them, the freshness in their voice, uh, how excited they are about the opportunities they have to benefit others, uh, not only in this community but over at the hospital in Springfield. So um, thank you to the two young people there for coming in, uh, Jordan and Michael. Appreciate them uh, being with us for a few minutes today for the uh, Champagne Centennial Dance Marathon. Always uh, warms your heart a little bit to have young people like that in and uh, show you what they are involved in so always glad to do that we're at 1021 here on pinning for your thoughts again voting continues the news talk 1400 dws and news gazette media is the people's choice the best of east central illinois wdws.com place to go cast your vote variety of categories including food dining nightlife kids pets and more the people's choice brought to you in part by mx electric well, let's see what else is uh, going on uh, as we look at all of the uh, news headlines. I don't know if you saw this from Arizona. We talked about teachers a little bit last week. Uh, here, Arizona Governor Doug Ducey gave in to public school teachers' demands amid protest. He promised a net pay increase of 20% over the next two years. Teachers in Arizona will get a 1% pay increase in fiscal year 2018, followed by a 9% raise in 2019 a 5% raise in 2020 and 21. And the uh, governor in Arizona said teachers there can expect to see their salaries increase to an average of 52725 in the upcoming school year if the state legislature passes the plan and 58130 by the year 2020. And last week, teachers in the state held walk-ins at roughly 1,000 schools. Of course, uh, that has been an ongoing situation. You had West Virginia, you had Oklahoma and Arizona all involved in the uh, teacher salary increase demands. In Oklahoma, they got an increase. They wanted some more. So we talked about that a little bit last week as well. All right, uh, text in on the uh, Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Uh, M.A. says, uh, hey, Brian, have a great day. This is my brother-in-law, who's 93, still does his son and daughter-in-law's taxes and has for years. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, and I don't know if you have any thoughts, whether text, email, or phone. Do you still do your your kids, your adult children's taxes? Is that common? Is that a is that a common thing? I don't know. I mean, I was doing my own pretty early. 
So I don't think my uh, my parents that I, not that I remember. I could be wrong. Not that I remember. But I don't know if that's the case for your kids. It's just easier to do it that way. I know Mike Hale, our general manager, he talked about, we were talking on our sister station this morning about that. He said he still does them, uh, basically, for his uh, adult kids. So maybe it's not that uncommon. I don't know. 1024 here at uh, DWS. Let me tell you about the Beef House. The Beef House, of course, over in Covington, Indiana. They've been serving outstanding steaks since 1964. They've become part of the fabric in our part of the world by providing great food and great service. We're well, it's already, what, 11, almost 11.30 over there. So um, you can head over there for um, lunch. Enjoy the lunch buffet, the great food, great service there at the Beef House. You can uh, you can have steaks, of course, which is what they're known for. But uh, you don't have to eat a steak. You can have chicken or pork or pasta, seafood. And, again, the uh, top-notch lunch buffet is uh, going on now, well, available as well today. You and your family or group will find something to enjoy. Top it off with a great dessert. You've got the salad. You can do the salad for lunch if you'd like. And, of course, the uh, famous Beef House Rolls, they come to your table ready to eat. Top them off with some butter or jelly or apple butter, your choice. And as we get settled here into spring, quote-unquote, hope you'll make the trip over to the Beef House, exit 4 in Covington, Indiana. Say hello to Bob and Bonnie Wright when you uh, get there. Now, Ed Bond says we should have a contest and take listeners to lunch at the Beef House. Have a contest? Yeah, Ed, you just want, you just want to go eat there. <laughs> well, I, I don't blame you. 356-9397, kind of a quiet morning today here so far. I uh, don't know if there's anything that's uh, kind of on your mind that you'd like to uh, throw our way, but feel free to do that. I've thrown several things on the table. I know the uh, Facebook, we had all the discussion with Facebook last week, I think. Facebook users uh, recently had their greatest fears realized when the Cambridge Analytica scandal came to light. That revelation brought calls for change, hearings, and the hashtag delete Facebook was all over the place. Uh, They say now, though, a week or so after all of this, uh, Facebook users really haven't changed their privacy settings. Vice President for Global Marketing told the Wall Street Journal last week, we've not seen wild changes in behavior with uh, people saying, I'm not going to share my data with Facebook anymore. She added the company wasn't anticipating any major revenue effects or changes to its business model. Congressional leaders, however, are already working on legislation aimed at boosting consumer privacy protection. So uh, that news from uh, Facebook as well. And also, it's interesting here, I found this, in case you missed this, uh, more restaurants are going cashless, refusing to accept cash and only taking credit cards, debit cards, and contactless pay systems like Apple Pay. The uh, salad chains, Tender Greens and Sweet Green among them, Starbucks and Shake Shack have been testing it in one of their locations in uh, Seattle and New York, respectively. Restaurant owners say going cashless speeds up the ordering process. USA Today, though, with an article noting that restaurants get most of the benefits, including less time counting bills, reduced theft, not having to pay for armored cars, and no worries about armed robberies. But uh, it also has raised questions along the way about uh, is it discriminating against cardless teens and the poor? Massachusetts does not allow it, for instance, having a discrimination against cash buyers law since 1978. 
USA Today also says there are questions in terms of whether it's even a good idea, pointing to some data that shows upscale millennials or sought-after customers prefer to pay in cash that more than a third of Americans between the ages of 18 and 37 don't have a credit card. Anyway, those are a couple of stories in case you missed those along the way. Let's go to the phones, and good morning to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing vertical. That's a good thing. You're not horizontal. That's um, good. No, no, no. I'm not underground yet. Um, I just have a curiosity question. I don't have the capability of, of uh, keeping up with this, but I do keep hearing the transfers and people and guys bailing out. How many guys have we lost in the last, like, well, since the end of the basketball season? Due to transfers and such. Well, the transfers and such, let's see. Um, Finky is going to transfer. Mark Smith is transferring to Missouri. Um, Tijon Lucas is transferring. I haven't heard yet where he might be going. Uh, Let's see. Who else? LaRon Black is not transferring. He's just going pro. And is there anybody I'm missing? I'm trying to think. Finky Black, Lucas, Smith. It's been four or five. Are we going to go through a second year of rebuilding? Well, they've added five new guys here recently to go with Io DeSumo. So, and these, uh, from yeah. what we hear, you know, Alan Griffin was a top player in New York or one of the top. Um, you know, you've got the the two big kids. You've got Kane, uh, Samba Kane, and uh, the other kid whose name I can't pronounce. And then you've got uh, <laughs> uh, what DeSumo thrown in there, and of course, um, Tevian Jones. And am I missing anybody could you, there? Could you, re- could you realistically see us going through one more year of these guys getting gelled together and then having a blast-out year? You say during the, you know, having another long year next year? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. These guys don't play together now, so they're going right. to have to get gelled together. Yeah. Um, but, but if, you know, if they're, if they're great players and we got a great coach, I could see – realistically i can see one more year of it, of them getting gelled together yeah. and then just having a fantastic year after that yeah no that's i could see that i could see that i mean i even with the team we had last year i saw the progress that brad underwood made because i saw a lot of practices and a lot of right from where they were in november yeah. to where they were by the end of the year was was you know pretty vastly improved individually and as a team even though the record didn't yeah. show it so right, I, I, can I don't. See that. I don't know. I just. I personally see everybody. You know, a lot of guys throwing fits about all these guys transferring. I'm like, you know what? I don't know that that's that's such a bad thing. You know, if these guys all wanted to be, uh, they didn't all want to be ball hogs. Don't get me wrong, please. But um, if they don't gel together, then them going is probably a good thing. Yeah. You know. No, and uh, you know but, there are certain pieces that fit better with the way that Brad Underwood wants to play. So. Right, you know, right. you know he's, yeah. he's looking for a certain style and a certain ability, and and I think in the five guys he's picked up, I think he feels those are you know probably what more what he's looking for ultimately. So. Right, and probably will be. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Bye. Good to hear from you. Ten thirty-one. We've got uh, news headlines coming up here with Michael Kaiser. We'll come back with more phone calls, emails, and texts after the news. 
All right, back. Penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS. Chaz Ebert tomorrow in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll get you set for Ebert Fest. All that's going to happen starting on Wednesday. Back to the phones here out of the news break at 1035. Good morning to Kurt. Yeah, good morning, Brian. How are you? Oh, I'm not too bad. I was, we were talking about between cash and credit cards and debit cards. I just wanted to tell you, uh, two years ago, we were down in Daytona Beach, Florida, and we were at this uh, little cafe on the oceanfront at, at Daytona, and they did not take credit cards, and they did not take checks, but they did not have an ATM. And was fortunate we had enough cash, the prices were right, but I was practically, and I asked the lady, I said, you don't take checks or have an ATM? He says, well, we don't want to, we've had checks bounce, and it costs too much to put an ATM in here. So we are fortunate. There are still a few businesses that do it the old-fashioned way and take strictly cash. I just wanted to make a point about that. Wow. So they didn't take credit cards or anything like that, huh? That's right. Yeah. Now, in some places, it just they don't, uh, if they don't take credit cards or debit cards, they'll at least take your check or they'll have an ATM available. Wow. Yeah, because I don't know of many places anymore that, you know, if I go to some restaurant, I mean, people used to write checks, I think, at those places. But I don't know anybody that, hardly anybody that takes a check anymore, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's really funny, though. I mean, we were lucky to have the cash at the time, and, and we were traveling. Of course, the meals were cheap because both our break- breakfasts, my wife and I, was less than ten bucks, so I we really couldn't really complain about that, yeah. and that included, and that included the beverage. Wow! Well, you lucked out then. Yep. <laughs> so, you, well, that I, was that was in Daytona, you said, huh, or near Daytona? Uh, yeah, it was it was in Daytona, but all the rest of the places in Daytona, they'll they'll gladly take a debit card or a credit card. So yeah. that, that's only one place that I can really think of. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, that's that's at the other end of the uh, of the spectrum. So, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'll, I'll be on my way, and I just want to let everybody know that. Thank you, Kurt. Good to hear See from you, you. Appreciate it. Thank you for the phone call. Also, got a text, and it says the stage stop in Wilmot, Wisconsin, only takes cash, and they have an ATM. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, 356-9397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line at uh, 3515-357. Or email us, talk at wdws.com. Ben Zigerman is here, covers uh, kind of the business world, I guess, in town. Here, let me turn on the right microphone. There you go. You're on now. All right. How are you doing? Good. How are you? We were talking earlier about tax. Do you do your own taxes? Uh, This year I did, yeah. Last well, couple of years, you're in your you're in your twenties, right? Yeah, twenty six. So your parents don't do them for you. No, they. Did I they, did, did have they them used to. Yeah, and I had them check it over this year just to make sure I didn't screw anything up. But uh, <laughs> uh, I I filed it. I did yeah. the actual filing. You filed a ten forty or? What uh, I think this year it was a ten forty a. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Do it online or actually paper form? Uh, I did it on paper first, and then did TurboTax. They have a yeah. free edition. F- okay. So. Just wondering if people your age, most of them are doing them online, do you think? I, would, I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to have you on real quick because you uh, have a story. It was online this morning, but also uh, coming out, uh, Champaign City Council, uh, another new high-rise in Campus Town. 
Yeah, what's all that about? They're voting tonight on a uh, an alley that would be uh, where this high rise would be. A, a company out of Chicago wants to build a 17 story, 175 foot tall uh, mixed use tower uh, near Six and Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's in that Clybourne yeah. uh, firehouse. Yeah, area. it's where it's the full documents aren't out yet, but it's where Clybourne Firehouse and Hometown Pantry are on the east side of 6th Street there. Yeah. And there's an alley in there they widened, what, a few years ago? Uh, well, they, they tried to? Or yeah. Not widened it, they paved it. They paved right? it in 2006, yeah. but it's still only 10 feet wide, so garbage trucks can't get back there. So the businesses that use that alley have to t- uh, haul their uh, dumpsters out to 6th Street. Yeah. Um, so with this, uh, if this is approved, the development company would widen that in exchange for being able to build um, above it yeah what happens to those two restaurant bars or is it too early to even know it's too early to know the owner scott cochran uh didn't want to comment yet um so it's unclear and the documents uh, that have been released so far don't indicate what's going to happen at those precise locations well on that i've been down that street many that's pretty cramped area anyway right (laughs) yeah Um, yeah, there's lots of businesses that use that alley. I think they said 12, maybe more that use that alley. Um, somebody told me there's a house back in there too. Is there somewhere back in there? I don't know. Maybe. I think it's possible. But, but, uh, Ben Zigerman with us here for a couple of minutes. So tonight the council's just kind of doing what? I mean, they're, they're looking at the documents. Is that? Well, so what's interesting is that alley, the, no one is quite sure who owns it. Um, it, in like the 1920s, it showed up on on maps as city property, but there's no record of anyone transferring it to the city. So before this project could go forward, the developers wanted to make sure uh, it was indeed the city's property. So this is mm-hmm. the city's acquiring it by eminent domain. Oh, okay. I see what the hell that works. So yeah, the, this is a 17-story yeah. potentially. Yeah. What, those other ones, how tall are those other ones? I mean, there's, I mean, there's all over uh, Green Street, there's right. all kinds of high rises. So I guess the city set a limit of 175 feet tall, mm-hmm. um, but a few of the other ones are taller than that. Uh, they got in before that rule. Um, the tallest one is at 309 Green. That's mm-hmm. 268 feet tall. And then across the street, there's the here, uh, Champagne Building. That's 267 feet tall, yeah. a foot shorter. Hmm. Pretty interesting, though. Come back to campus. I know you've talked to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. How amazed it looks, or how different it looks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Councilman Tom Bruno told me yesterday that it's thinking when about seeing this as an 18-year-old when he went here, seeing how much it's changed since then, it would blow his mind. So, yeah. all right. Well, you'll be covering that tonight, I assume. So, uh, do you have a you have a question for uh, Ben here? All right. There you go. You're going to get hey, a question. Hi, Tim. How are you? All right. You know what uh, used to be there was the House of Chin, Eddie Chins. Right, yeah. I read about that. Okay. And then um, in the back there, where Mabel's was, you got a stairwell so they can get out if there's a problem uh, with the fire because there's only one way up and down there off off of uh, Green Street. Hmm. And then where uh, the firehouse was was where Second Chance was, and then you had record service and good vibes up there, and they had the huge fire in January of 76. It was 20 below zero. Wow. And the whole 6th Street and Green were a skating rink. <laughs> so you guys you guys need to 
look up some archives, some stories about that that property because it's all in the Gazette. So. Yeah, no, that's I'm interesting. Sure. Yeah, no, that's that's good information. Yeah. Well, I don't I, I don't know if they could actually close that in because of uh, access for the other buildings off of Green Street. Well, I, I think the plan is they want to widen that alley so it's not closed off. That's right. So that should well, help. Don't you remember for years there when uh, they tore the building down? When they put the drugstore there, there was just nothing but a mud lot. Hmm. Wow. Oh, well. Okay, yeah. guys. Well, that's good. I'll hey, thank you. Yeah, thing. hey, thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. All right. Anything else we should know? Uh, not, I don't think so. It's just it's changed a lot, and it's still changing quite a bit. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the update. Thank you. Keep us posted if you hear anything uh, anything new. All right. Appreciate it. Ben Zigerman with the uh, News Gazette Media here covers a lot of different business. If you, He's got something just about every day going on in our community in this uh, Champaign Council uh, situation with a potential 17-story, 175-foot-tall mixed-use project along the east side of 6th where the Clybourne and Firehouse bars are located. That'll be discussed uh, tonight, among other things, there in the alley and all of that. So, and who's got eminent domain or who's in charge there? <laughs> we'll come back with more, 1044 after this. All right, I'm Brian Barnhart here, Penny for your thoughts. Got a text. We were talking about uh, restaurants taking cash only, credit cards only. Got a text, and it says Sam's Cafe downtown only takes cash. So that's interesting. I was trying to figure out if there were any restaurants left that take a check. I was thinking of uh, Filippo's. I think in Muhammad, popular uh, pizza place out there. I know I've written a check there before. Uh, ben Zigerman still hung around here a minute where there's a food truck. I think yeah, so. Fernando's taco truck only takes cash, but yeah. I, don't know, I don't think they take check. Yeah, okay. Uh, and Eric is with us here. He may have a little more on the uh, campus area. Hey, Eric, how are you? Well, that was my paper. I grew up at 103 Chalmers, and my parents sold out when they got tired of fraternity boys urinating in their yard and having to come out with a baseball bat and a German Shepherd, so they moved to Mohammed, which is where I live also. Now, I think it's a bad idea. Do you realize the chaos that would be the traffic and everything else around there during the construction phase? I mean, they've just about ruined the look of the campus as far as I'm concerned. I mean, no more co-ed theaters, no steak and shake. Uh, I just think that, that that it's best left as it is and find a more friendly place to build one of those than that. Yeah. A, dumb, a dumb idea. Yeah. I just think uh, we'll figure out the plats and everything and all the property owners can go ahead and widen that alley and, and solve that problem and not hinge that upon uh, a new development. It's just dumb. And by the way, as far as that car stuff you said earlier, anybody that wants to see them car stuff should be getting... Uh, car acumen by osmosis. And they had some beauties out there. I, I can't put on a car age in it, but through the 60s, early 70s, and the 50s, I'm pretty good. I took them in a year or two. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you, That's Eric. That's my opinion. Very good. Thank you. You've probably heard some of that, right, Ben? Yeah, that, I think it seems like the community is there's a variety of opinions on whether all the high-rises are good for the community or not. Um, Tom Bruno, the councilman, he seems in favor of uh, these developments in general. Just it's people investing a lot of money into yeah. the downtown area, or the campus town area. All right. Hey, Ben, thanks for hanging around a little bit. Thank you. We'll let you get back to work. All right. Thank you.
Ben Zingerman with the uh, News Gazette Media covering this uh, story for us. We appreciate him coming on here for a few minutes. 356-9397 is how you can join us on the phone lines. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. Got some more, a couple items here in case you missed them. We'll get back to those after we take this break on Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, we're back, Penny, for your thoughts. A couple more texts in on the uh, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. Art Bell, the host known for the uh, paranormal-themed shows, has passed away. I guess he passed away over the weekend. Uh, Art was uh, on WDWS at one point, uh, 2 or 3 (laughs) a.m. back in the 90s. I used to listen every night, our texter says. So, yeah, Art Bell uh, passed away recently. But, uh, yeah, that was a weird show, wasn't it? That was a weird show. <laughs> On in the middle of the night. But, hey, people listen to it, apparently. And also, uh, campus is already a traffic nightmare, Bill says, when some genius decided to keep traffic down by going to one lane to discourage traffic. <laughs> so that's it on the uh, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 351 351- Five three five seven. Another text uh, that was called Coast to Coast AM. Does that sound right? Art Bell? Okay. Well, there you go. 356-9397. We're at 1054. Don't know if you uh, saw this at all, uh, in case you missed this. Uh, if you've ever wanted to go to jail without committing a crime, that's now a possibility. A uh, county sheriff's office up in Center City, Minnesota, providing an opportunity for citizens to spend a night in jail. They're opening a new facility, hosting an overnight lockup event so the staff can practice before they transfer over real inmates. (laughs) According to their Facebook page, they're providing a real-life experience in jail. It's uh, unclear so far how far they will go to make the experience real. The event is also to raise money for charity. They're taking donations of between $20 and $40 to sign up for the event. In order to apply, you must be 18 years old, live in the community, be free of any felony conviction. Limited spots are available. They'll pick the winners in a random drawing. They also included a, a link to sign up for the event online at their convenience. <laughs> so if you want to experience what it's like to have a night in jail, no thank you, by the way. I'm not interested. Um, why would I even want to? Why do I want to experience that? Uh, let's go to uh, Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning, Brian. Uh, tomorrow's a big day. Uh, you know- Wisconsin Green Bay is coming down there for doubleheader with Illinois. Yeah. And my great niece, uh, Allie Highslope, Mama Sell, is a catcher for Green Bay. Is that right? So, uh, yes, sir. Uh, it's like a family reunion. My sister, be, her grandma, will be coming over and be catering. And, and she has a mother and father and brother and sister be coming from Mama Sell. And then she had a lot of friends in high school. But last time I seen her was uh, at Eichelberger. Uh, she was a senior, 2014, back to was there. And they were, I think it was a sectional or a super sectional, and I think they won two to one. But they went on to win third in the state. And she was the home run leader uh, in this area. I think she got like 12 or 14 home runs. So, But they're going to have to play a tough game with Illinois uh, women's softball stuff this year. <laughs> yeah, they are. So she'll. Uh, you think she'll catch both games? Uh, uh, I don't know about that. I, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure. It, normally they change catchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't probably. know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know that. 
Hmm. I don't know if I'll stay for two and be kind of a long day, but <laughs> I would like to see her what, uh, you know, play one game and, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I almost have to uh, root for Wisconsin <laughs> in this case, but, uh, I am a Lilai fan. Well, but we, anyway, we, we understand that and we're carrying one of yeah. those games tomorrow on the radio. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah David Long probably be there. I, I was going to say, I didn't know if Lauren would be on sports line at five, but I thought, I'd, since he's an alum of Monticello, I thought I'd let him know that, you know, she's uh, playing and, uh, yeah. you know, he might want to go to the game. Yeah, how's she doing so, so far? Did you, is she hitting okay? Uh, and... uh, I'm not sure. Uh, probably. I, I should have asked my oh. sister about that. Oh, I know nice. she's been on the Dean's list several times, so... Uh, you know, she's uh, very good. My my grandson said, "What's that mean, Grandpa?" I said, "Well, you got to get good grades." I said, uh, "You got to be an honorable student. You got to be an honorable citizen." That's the best way I knew to, <laughs> you know, tell him. But uh, yeah, she graduates next month, and uh, uh, I don't know what she's going to be. My sister, she changed her, yeah. uh, you know, major a couple times, but. Anyway, I thought I'd throw that out there, and you have a good one. Yeah, you too. What's her last name again? Uh, Hyslope, H-I-S-L-O-P-E, Allie, A-L-L-I-E. Okay. We'll be listening and watching for her. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Tom. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. 356-9397 is the phone number. Tomorrow morning, we'll have Chaz Ebert. We'll get you ready for Ebert Fest. Later in the week, Greg Soye, Dr. Jim Angel, we'll have Max Armstrong. Uh, next week, we'll be getting you ready for the uh, marathon, of course, uh, as that gets ready to kick into gear. We've got them on separate weekends this time, so that'll work. And, uh, boy, enjoyed all the visits today with various people, all the way from Paul Rudy, Ben Zigderman, the, folk, the young people from Centennial, with uh, those, uh, those events going on. So we appreciate all your input on the text line, on the email line as well, kind of a easygoing day today with a lot of different topics so i like that and we'll head for the news here at 11 o'clock here on penny for your thoughts uh tomorrow uh, we'll get it again here at 9 to 11 but we've got uh, rush limbaugh coming up after the news uh, he'll have more of course on all of the uh, national news as you know with rush coming up at the top of the hour but we've got news next from cbs supreme court in the news today as well on wdws champagne urbana have a great day everybody it's 11 o'clock <laughs>